0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Final Think Podcast. I'm your host, Zachary. I'm here with my co-host. What's up, guys? It's Van.
1: And what's going on, guys? It's Dan here.
0: A <laughs> bit yeah, well, that's not to start off with, but we are back and three weeks into the NFL season. And we've had a lot of stuff, I think, that we already did not expect. Uh, we're going to go ahead and go over the for, the week three matchups of the NFL this season. And later on, we'll give you our predictions for week four uh, and but off the bat, I want to make sure just go ahead and say if you guys are here on YouTube, make sure you guys go ahead and leave a like already and subscribe. If you guys are listening on Spotify or our podcast, leave a five-star rating and follow the podcast. And you know how we do. We don't want to waste too much time with an intro. Let's get into it. We had Thursday night football last week. Did we ever talk about this last podcast? I don't think no, we did. No, last podcast yeah. was Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, so we had the Cleveland Browns play the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we had the Browns get the W in that game. Nick Chubb was Nick Chubb like always. That man dominated. Uh, we had Amari Cooper have a really good game this week, and Pittsburgh Steelers were just not excited to watch at all. That that game feels like so long ago. thing. Uh, it kind of feels did. like we.
2: It kind of feels like we did talk about it because I, I I don't know why, but I don't think we did. But uh, let's be honest, Nick Chubb top three back in league, no doubt about it. Uh, as as far as his red zone touches, that fucking sucks. Yep. Already with an F bomb, but uh, the Browns Browns went in there and they, they played better than Steelers. Steelers offense is is very bad. Let's be honest. They they don't they don't have much of a future. I don't think this year. I really don't.
1: No, their offense is bad, and Nick Chubb's just dominating like usual. And I I just it, it frustrates me when you're at the one with the uh, with Nick Chubb, you're throwing in Hunt for three plays, and he doesn't get it. And you just <laughs> and, and it, it's funny because Chubb had one play and scored. You know, so they got to fix that a little bit, but it's a good win by the Browns.
0: Yeah, the percent's the, uh, actually not looked too bad so far this year. I'm not saying he's great, nothing like that, but he's done his job, which he's kind of done in previous stops. He did his job in uh, New England. He did his job in, in B for the most part. So he's kind of doing his job. The Browns can win with him at QB, uh, but they got to get chopped the ball. That guy is an absolute stud. Top two back in the league, not top three, top two back in the league. And I just need to see that man get the ball more. And
2: one more thing, Amari Cooper is back. I don't care what you say. He's still Amari Cooper. People were sleeping on him because he got traded for a fifth-round pick. Man is back. Put he some respect tra- on
0: his name. He got traded for less than Jalen Baker did. Yep. I Just did see that. A fourth and a seventh stuff. to a fifth. That is crazy. That is, that is absolutely
2: wild. And that's that's Jerry Jones for you, dude. We'll keep Ezekiel Elliott's contract, but uh, Cooper,
0: you got to go. And the Pittsburgh offense is not very good. Nagy's always Najee, isn't the best so far. He's doesn't have the best vision. The O line sucks. They're not getting the run game going. They got they got good enough receivers. Deontay Johnson is stud. Chase Claypool's good. Pickens had a ridiculous catch, catch of the year so far. This past week. But- Me and
2: Danny were watching that. We were in disbelief when he caught that thing. I couldn't believe it. We thought we thought we thought we were in assimilation for a second. That man just went back shoulder one handed it. That shit
0: that shit was crazy. But I do have to present the question. When do we see Mitch Trubisky get benched for Kenny Pickett? Because Steelers don't have any schedule coming up. I believe it's some order coming up. They got, I think, the Bills, Dolphins, Eagles, and Ravens as their next four opponents, something like that. I'll, I'll look it up to confirm, but they got a tough schedule coming up. I don't know if you want to throw the rookie in with those next four games.
2: So before the season, I would have said no games because Tomlin said that word for word he doesn't want Kenny to Pickett to play at all. Or as the guy announcing the game, Ryan Pickett. Um, but I think I think he probably does get in there within this this four game stretch. I think
0: by week eight he'll be in there because I, I feel like they're he just going to be. be very bad.
2: He definitely should be.
0: Definitely should be. Yeah, so they actually play the Jets this week, and then the four games. I was wrong with the four games. They played the Jets this week, but then they play the Bills, Buccaneers, Dolphins, Eagles, and then even Saints, and Bengals, Colts. <laughs> oh, after
2: yeah, that. they're going to shit the
0: bed bad. That's probably the worst four game stretch of all time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a question. Do you want to put can you pick it in against those teams? Because all those teams have good defenses. Like you can argue, I mean, like the Bills, Bucks, Dolphins, Eagles, those are all pretty good defenses in the league. It's going to be tough to put a uh, rookie QB in a situation.
2: Nah, I agree with you, but if they're go- if they're going to be down, if they're going to be one and seven, or what are they right now? They're one and two or two and one.
0: Uh, they are uh, one and two, one and, two, one and two.
2: Yeah, if they go down to like one and seven, that that you might need to at that point. You yeah, might- season's
0: basically over at that point. Yeah, yeah. So next game, we had the Chicago, the Chicago Bears take a W against Houston in a fairly competitive game. Uh, either team was necessarily great. I thought Houston had some chances they could have taken advantage of that they didn't in this game. What do you guys talking about in the game overall, though?
2: Uh, exactly what we thought it was going to be. Shit fast, in my opinion. I know it was a close game, but it's just two bad teams playing against each other. And the Houston Texans seem like they're a competitor in every game until the fourth quarter comes. Did you see that stat line on the Houston Texans fourth quarter? I don't know. Yeah, they get I, outscored. Like, I, I think sure. it's crazy outscore ratio. And then – um. They they had the lead in every fourth quarter so far. And then just give it away and they don't score at all. Like it's terrible the ratio they have in that fourth mm-hmm. quarter is dog shit.
1: Yeah, no, I just I think that matchup was just, you know, a shit fest as overall. I feel like the Bears are trying to establish fields, but they just can't get it going. They have like I mean Darno Mooney's been shit. David Montgomery got hurt. One guy we need to look out for is Herbert. Khalil Herbert, he went stupid when David went down. That's the only take you can take away from the Bears. Is like, hey, at least we have some like consistency somewhere. So,
2: Dude, fields look bad.
1: Yeah, he's it's 100 bad.
2: passing yards and two interceptions, no
0: touchdowns against the Texans. Yeah. Now, they, they haven't given him much help. I think there is a reason to that why they haven't given him much help. I just don't think they personally believe in him. But 18 completions in three games, if I'm not mistaken – like is that, that serious? Happened. Yeah, Pre-street has eighteen completions through three games because they had the game against San Francisco in the hurricane or whatever that was, not hurricane. But you get the point. Uh This past game was very good. I did fact check that, but eighteen completions sounds crazy. Six a game—that that is not crazy. That that, I mean, that, that can't be true.
1: I mean, they're winning. They're two and one. So, hey,
2: oh, and yeah. the Bears fan. <laughs> two and one, baby. <laughs> no, man, no. Yeah, but, play like they, And you know what sucks is they don't even play. They play somebody they could beat this week, too, I think. The Jets. Oh, not the Jets. Uh, who do they
0: play? Giants. We were just talking about Giants, that. Giants. Right yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But, Giants, dude, they play fucking nobody.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, the Texans, I, once they get actual talent, they'll be interesting to see how they are, once they can get some actual talent. Because they have some decent guys here and there, but I think the reason why they're pulling these 4th quarter leads is because, I mean, the talent differential. I'm not saying the Bears are the best example of that, but I mean, with the Broncos and the Colts two weeks before when they had the fourth quarter leads, there's a pretty big talent differential between the teams they're playing against. And I think that shows in the fourth quarter. But Davis Mills, he's a good game manager. I don't know if he's made anything more than that, but they do have some things to be excited for overall with that team.
2: And oh, no, for sure, dude. The Texans have a bright future. Like I said, they, like we said in the beginning of the year, they had an amazing draft. That, that's one thing you could say. I think they're a quarterback and a few o- obvious pieces away, elite pieces away from being – like they're already competing with good teams. Yeah, the only Stingling thing they need to going. do is get over that hump in the fourth quarter. They need those guys, those elite talents on, on that team, and they'll be good. And they have the assets for it. I mean, look what they got for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, they have the just, assets for it.
1: And I just oh, want yeah. to mention Stinglin is showing that he's better than Sauce Gardner so far.
2: No, he hasn't.
0: Oh, no, he hasn't.
1: Yes. No, he hasn't. You're Stingling not watching him. Calling.
0: Sauce Gardner <laughs> has been amazing. I do want to say it was wrong with the completions. He has 23 completions. Not much better, but 23 completions through three games so far. You like, imagine. Imagine Justin Fields is watching this, like,
2: dude, it's 23. <laughs> Five <laughs> different. Come on, man, give like, me respect. Dude, you're wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but still, I mean, 23 completions. Like he, I just today's NFL the
1: doesn't it doesn't work.
0: Yeah, I mean, he has. I think the most was eight completions in a single game. <laughs> I think it was eight, eight, and seven. I just closed it, but eight and seven, that is bad. Even for the the big game, week one, the huge uh weather conditions. Wayne, yeah. Like I can give a pass with that, but that he's gotta step up. Even with the receivers, he has he's gotta step up. If he wants to have a job next year. For sure. But I,
2: I like we said this, we said this beginning of the year. I don't want to talk about this game too long, but we said it. They they don't believe in him. They don't. And don't get me wrong i'm not saying this is all because the bears don't believe in him but because he looks bad but he doesn't have much help like there's nothing around him and i guarantee you they're gonna end up with like a top five pick it's inevitable probably and i know they're two and one now but and they probably might be three and one but it's inevitable i think that like they're gonna go quarterback even if they reach for one because bryce young and
0: stroud will be gone top two yeah don't has been underwhelming they just don't use Cole Komet for some reason. He ha- we had a lot of hype for him in the offseason. Equinemia St. Browns looked like maybe the best receiver so far. Byron Pringle, I think, is on IR. So, I mean, it's been very underwhelming so far. Yep. Next next up, we have the matchup of two 0 2 teams. And the Titans ended up getting their first one in season against Vegas. And I'll just go out and say, I kind of said it last week. Vegas just does not look good. They, they don't look good. Uh, Josh McDaniels, I've not been impressed. Derek Carr hasn't been as good as he would be with Dante Adams now in the receiving court. The defense does not look good at all. I, I'm not impressed with the Raiders at all so far this year.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's it, they're oh and three. It's hard to be impressed. Uh, yeah. The thing that sticks out, the two things that stick out to me on the Raiders are what is Derek Carr doing? He looks bad and, but he has all these weapons now. So it's kind of confusing. Matt Collins is even playing good. They're still losing bad. And Derek Carr is throwing what two interceptions a game on average or something like that. Like, not not on average but I know he had 3 like the first game he had 0 the second game I think he had 1 or 2 that's this game but uh he's he's um he looks very bad and the second thing is their one of their biggest cap casualties is not showing up at all Chandler Jones yeah you have not heard of Chandler Jones in the first 3 weeks there's memes going around saying if you see this person call me it, it, he has he hasn't been showing up Uh, You're expecting that dominant Max Crosby Chandler Jones uh, pass rush and we're not seeing that. We're seeing a pass rush that's not getting to the quarterback and giving Ryan Tannehill time to dump it off to Derrick Henry, which he's not good at, but six six targets, five catches for him. Kind of got them the lead early. Hard to come back when their, their team's not good. I'm surprised with the Raiders. I really do think they're going to be decent.
1: No, yeah, I'm surprised with the Raiders, too. And, like, they're right now leading the division and being the worst. I thought it was going to be the Broncos, but right now Raiders are. <laughs> and and what's frustrating me is that week one, you established that. We just got Devontae Adams, and we're going we're gonna to show people, like, hey, we're going to abuse this guy. And ever since then, like, that usage rate that he was in week one, it's just not the same now. I understand you're trying to feed, like, Waller and these other guys, but, like, why is Mac Collins all of a sudden being the guy that's leading the receivers? Like, And there's a joke going around, Devontae Adams is the receiver two-down and stuff, and it's sad. I think you need to establish every week going in, like, Devontae Adams needs to get at least his uh, nine or ten catches, and I feel like they'll be closer and maybe even win more football games if they do that with Adams. So.
2: Well, he had ten targets last game, but it, it's, it's yeah, just or- like – I I still don't believe they're the worst team in the division. I, I I think the Broncos are bad.
1: No, Broncos are bad too. Broncos
2: are bad, dude. But like
0: we're not we're not getting into them yet. What do you think about this game sir? Yeah, I mean, they had their chances. They didn't convert. I didn't think Tennessee was necessarily great either. Derrick Henry had his best game this season, but still wasn't Derrick Henry type of game. I thought Robert Woods had a decent game. He made some big plays when they needed him too. Mm. And you know, that Titan the Titans are really starting to get hit with injury bug, you know. I mean, you don't know, hear Landry's out. Uh, they just um, – they lose uh, someone on the line or did Autry get nicked up a bit, I think.
1: Jeffrey I, Simmons is fine. Jeffrey Simmons is fine. I did
0: not watch that game. But, yeah, I mean, the other team has looked great so far, a little bit worse than expectations. But, I mean, I need to see more from Vegas. they got the offense, and they aren't putting up a lot of points. But 22 up this past week. They're, they are they got to be one of the best offices. Like you said with Chandler Jones, we need more from him. The defense – was going to be built around the two great edge rushers and Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. Crosby's been fine, but they don't have a lot of talent in the back seven or back six, whatever you want to call it. They don't, they don't have a lot of talent there, so you need those two edge rushers to step up. They just haven't done that.
2: Completely agree. I don't. I don't know. It, it, so basically, their problem is their big names aren't showing up, and the the Titans' problem is injuries and Ryan Tannehill's your quarterback. Yep. Also, his talent overall. I don't, like they have a lot of talent on defense, but the offense talent it's not really there dude their 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 dbs are just not there dude they have kevin byard and then besides that it's a bunch of waiver wires. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like but, they let go the stupidest thing i think they did was let go of Adoree jackson i said it right when it happened i don't I, think uh, or no.
0: jackson I wasn't he, playing great
1: he's better than what they have right uh, now
2: i i might go christian Fulton over him personally i i really don't like Adoree jackson but as far as as far as the titans they they did what they needed to do, get Derrick Henry the ball in any way they could, and you saw what happens. They they finally start giving him targets. He's going to catch them. It's very easy for him because no one's expecting it. They might expect it now this week, but the Raiders didn't expect it, and he had six six or five catches for a lot of yards and a touchdown. Like it worked. Um, now that that's done, I don't know if it's going to work anymore, but yeah. I want another thing on the Titans Taylor Wan's definitely not playing another snap for them.
0: No. Nope. I th- I think that's why I if he just got hurt this past weekend. I don't think it was a defense guy. He got injured on IR.
2: He's out for the year. And he's not playing another snap in that uniform. There's there's no way they keep that cap around. There's no
0: way. Yeah. And next up, we have an upset. Everybody says, you know, I was wearing my my shirt and people come like, "You know they're going to lose this week, right?" I I know. I was walking up to flag football games people were saying that and then after the game, I have people saying that this is the one team that ruined their parlays. Uh, the Colts beat the Chiefs this week. And I can't lie and say the Chiefs didn't beat themselves multiple times throughout the game. But, I mean, they did what they had to do with the Colts' defense. Even without Shaq Leonard, they held Patrick Mahomes to 17 points. Anyway, you might look at it, that's still impressive. And Kansas City, they got to work on their special teams. Because Bucker was out. Their special teams was awful in the pull return game, the kicking game. And those mistakes is you got to capitalize on like the Colts did, and that's how they got the win.
2: Yeah, see, you would know more about this game. We didn't watch it, but I can imagine it messed up some parlays. But th- this just shows to prove that you just can't predict a perfect week. <laughs> like You truly oh, can't. Right. Like, the Colts beating the Chiefs after the Colts just got blown out by the Jaguars, which I, I think they're a decent team, but we didn't know that going into week three. That mm-hmm. uh, was only one win. But I, I just – it's completely unpredictable. The Chiefs just didn't show up that game. And it's weird because of the, of the games they had week one and two, they looked amazing or at least week one week two, they didn't look amazing, but they beat the chargers. So that's, that's notable. Yeah. Uh, they just, uh, it, it's completely unpredictable, man.
1: No. Yeah. That was a, to me, it was like a, I guess you would say a fluke game for the Chiefs. Right. And I feel like, when you're playing teams like the Colts, like not even talking shit, but like the Chiefs are going in there like, oh, it's going to be easy breeze. You know, the Colts are on a downfall right now. They're having a ton of problems. And they go into your guys' home field and they shit the bed. And a guy like Harrison Butker is showing his value as well to the team, if you haven't noticed. You know, not being able to confidently go, okay, let's take this three, it, it shows. And that's part of the special teams problem, I believe. You know, you at some point we're thinking, hey, throw fucking Justin Reed in to kick a field goal because their original kicker's not, you know, not confident enough. So uh, I just think at the end of the day, it's just a fluke. When Harrison Butker comes back, that's going to bring a ton of value. People don't see that now because it's just a kicker. But when he does show up, you'll see. So
0: Yeah, I'm not too worried about it because Butker, I think, is coming back this week. And also their special teams coach, Dave Taub. He's been there for like 12 years. He's one of the better ones in the league. But, I mean, Scott Moore, like there's two plays that he just seemed like he didn't know what to do on punt return. I also want to say, going back to the Colts, though, it also was by Jonathan Taylor's worst game he's had in like two years. Like he just didn't look – like himself out there. So I think that also is notable that the Colts were able to win the game, even with Jock Taylor not playing well. I also am impressed by some of the rookies. Johnny Woods had two catches, first two career catches, both for touchdowns. And that guy, at his speech should not be moving like that. So it will be interesting to see how he develops. I thought Alec Pierce, we, coming off of his concussion, he had some big plays in the game as well. When they're at the one-yard line, they threw just a one-on-one one shot to him. He came down with it for about 30 yards on the final drive, a comeback route that got him into uh, – into range in the red zone, so he had some big time moments as well. And if those two can step up next to Pittman and Taylor, that would be huge for the offense that hasn't been very impressive so far. And also, the O line needs to get themselves together because that is just awful to watch. <laughs> they, like the Colts right now have the highest paid O line, but might be performing like the worst O line in the NFL. And I and, don't uh, think you, you that's know better. more
2: than us, man. I, I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: But yeah, let's let's go on ahead and talk about another i don't think i'll call this an upset because they were two undefeated teams going against each other i think a lot of people were surprised that buffalo came to miami and lost that game uh and i gotta say the dolphins in the early parts of the season might have the best home field of all teams home field advantages uh, because the way that stadium is designed oh like shut up,
2: band, up. shut up you're talking uh, about the fucking sun in the players don't even side. start that yeah. dude the bills fans on twitter saying if they're allowed to burn our players wait till they come down in the ice and then cover the snow on our side and put it on their side like oh is that not a home
0: field advantage was that not the reason why it was set up like
2: that oh that's 100 why it's set up like that but yeah. the, i'm so sick of the excuse like dude you're an nfl player half the players that are on the bills are from florida yeah i don't want to hear that shit if you're cramping up, like, the right back, oh, oh, I have so much to talk about this game. And I know we got to keep it kind of short, but, dude, they were injured 100%. I'm not saying we're completely better than the Bills right now. I cannot say that. I need a few more games. So I'm not out here to be completely biased. Dalvin, and I will be a little bit. But listen, Spencer Brown went out with heat cramp, heat exhaustion. That's your fault. Completely your fault. I don't care if you used to Buffalo, whether you're coming into Miami, what would you expect? Like, did you not train for this the whole week? And then all these people besides RG3, which I think RG3 is hyping us a little too much. Everybody besides RJ RG, RG3 saying they were missing three starting offensive linemen. No, they weren't. They were missing Mitch Morse and Spencer Brown went out in the third quarter to heat exhaustion. They're not missing 3-0 linemen. They they, they 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 all they were missing is Stefan Diggs some plays because he was cramping up. That's your fault. Be prepared. You don't see Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle off the field in Miami for cramping up. He cramped up in Baltimore. <laughs> Ironically, but dude, I'm so sick of the point blank period. And I respect, I've seen a lot of Bills fans just say it's, it's we took the we didn't play good. They took the I I don't want to hear any of this. The only thing you could say is your DBs were hurt. That's fair. A lot of their DBs were out. That's in the interior D line. In the interior D line. Yeah. I don't but besides know. that, I'm, I'm so sick of hearing their offense, anything about their offense. Their whole offense was there. Gabe Davis was playing the whole game, everybody was playing. I don't want to hear anything about the offense. Their three O-linemen weren't out. They had Mitch Morse out, and that was it, it who's very good. But they had their whole O-line. I don't want to hear the excuse, take your L, go back to Buffalo. Uh, they all flew out, flew out here to watch this game and watch their team lose. Yep. Uh, they've been successful the last three years, but not not this year, baby. Not this year. This <laughs> is our year for A- A- the AFC East. I don't want to hear any of the excuses. Take your L. Good luck in December.
1: Uh. As a Dolphins fan, like Van as well, I want to put my input real quick on this. I I understand the Dolphins got left off, like left off the hook. And the reason why I say that is because how the hell, how the hell do the Bills have like quadruple the amount of yards that we had and only scored 19 points? Josh Allen threw for 400 yards and you put up 19 points. The Dolphins, we even tried to give them the game with the butt fucking punt. Like that was ridiculous in <laughs> itself. The, the fact that the Bills didn't win this game was ridiculous. I think they lost themselves this game more than we won it, in my opinion. A full, healthy Bills team, I still think is better than us right I now until, until further notice. But I just know, honestly, as a real true Dolphins fan from what I saw, it was pretty sloppy. The fact that we can only put up a certain amount of yards and we're getting dominated with time possession, like we should have never won that game. It should not have been 21 to 19. Time of possession was double on their side. They had like – Yep, like 40 minutes
2: to 19 minutes.
1: 40 to 19, that's ridiculous. And the fact that you have Josh Allen on the other side, and you put up 19 points. No wonder Ken Dorsey was throwing shit on the fucking camera because he's sitting there and he's like, How the hell do you think we're going to win a Super Bowl and when we're playing against the Dolphins? Hurt and we're having potential to win the game and we cannot close. It's sick. So at the end of the day, I'm still a little disappointed in the Dolphins. We did come out with the win, but we need to step up our game a little bit more because when we see the Bills in the playoffs, if we make it, we're going to have to step up our game 100%. Yeah,
2: I- hold up. The three words I wanted to say about the defense, the Dolphins' defense, is Ben, don't break. They were having these long. We punt them inside the five twice, I believe, and they were having these long whole quarter drives. That's why the time was so messed up. But Josh Allen threw the ball sixty three times, and we held them to nineteen points. If that doesn't scream Ben, don't break. We, we 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 were bent, but we didn't break. We we got we got let them in the red zone. They missed a thirty eight yard field goal. We we dropped so many interceptions. When we when I left the game, I was at the game. When I left, I was with a bunch of people, and I said. We did not deserve to win that. Like, the way we were playing, there was too many mistakes. The offense wasn't clicking like last week, which is – I mean, that's a rare week, but still it should be clicking a little more than that, especially with how the DBs were on, on, on the Buffalo side. Um, but the, the butt punt, like, you that just can't happen in that scenario. You can't throw the ball on uh, on your one-yard line. I don't care if you're – I know I – I knew McDaniel was going to take a risk there, but you can't. You just can't do it. Not only was it almost picked because Edmonds was there – you, you can't do it. You can't do it. You take your run, you blow that 40 seconds off, and that butt fumble or the butt punt just – it cannot happen. We were sloppy. We got away with it, but we did not deserve it.
0: Yeah, and with the uh, the punter, I think needs a bit more uh, playing because he took way too long to punt that. He oh needed to just God. do a quick pout, a quick pooch to get rid of that. Yeah. But I think this is a perfect game for the Dolphins because obviously you get the win. But you can say to yourselves, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Even when you kind of look at the Ravens game the week before, I think it is fair to say that the Dolphins, be, I'm not going to say shouldn't have won, because they made the plays when it mattered, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and I do personally think the Bills are a better team. I mean, they obviously got a bunch of injuries, but the Dolphins made the plays when it mattered, you know? And that's all you can ask for, the important plays. Once again, the red zone, hold them down. Don't let them score a touchdown. Make them kick a field goal. Make them go front and forth and short, and they've done that multiple times, and it worked. you stop them with the important plays. Now, the Dolphs can look back. They know they have a lot of work to do, but they're sitting at 3-0. you know. And you could say that they are two plays away from potentially being 1-2, and but it doesn't matter because they made the plays that mattered, and they're sitting 3-0, and they have a lot of work to still do, but they got a lot of talent out there.
2: Uh, I'm, start, the I'm starting to like you a lot more, Zach. But I, the only thing that gave me hope about this game is that we did win, but we did not play good. Like the defense did. The defense did their job. I mean, we we had so many turnovers we dropped, but we did not play good and we won that game. So that gives me hope. If we play good, I think we could beat them again when healthy. And they're not they're not they're not going to be fully healthy this whole year. Micah Hyde's done for the no year. team is going to be. Yeah, I know, but like I'm just saying even in December, even if everybody that didn't play that game is back cuz Micah Hyde's out for the year, they're not going to be fully healthy. Ooh, so
0: you said you played in December again? Yeah, we play in Buffalo December 18th. So they got to deal with the Miami Heat. You guys got to deal with Buffalo Blizzards.
2: Yes. I, and we're not – and if we lose that game, I'm not going to make excuses for it.
0: But we'll see. You just
2: sure
1: do it. It's Miami. Get used to it. Let's go on to the next one. We've been on this a little long.
0: Yeah. So next up, we had uh, Detroit lose in Minnesota. And I got to say, I was watching the game. I'm like, oh, let's say like Detroit won. All of a sudden, Minnesota had to leave. Detroit was trying to win. Now, like, what the heck just happened? Uh and I just want to start off to say, because I picked this guy as a breakout player when this guy was off for the first two years. Okay. But Jeff Fakuda has been outstanding this season. He yeah. has been amazing so far this season. And now the Detroit defense hasn't been the best overall, actually, the number one offense in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken, at least touchdown wise. But Detroit, we've said they have a bunch of talent there, saying at one and two, but they look like they are going to be a tough fight every single week. And I really like this Detroit team, even though they did lose. And now back to Minnesota, real quick. I need a little bit more from Justin Jefferson, but overall, they played a solid game. Down with Cook, got banked up, but you should be fine. And I mean, it was a good win for Minnesota overall. They were able to come back, and beat Detroit, especially with Swift out, though. That would be big.
1: Yeah. Uh, what I would say on that game, what I take from it is like, DeAndre Swift being, you know, banged up, I think really took the opportunity away from them to close the game entirely. Because in their offensive scheme, you know, they're just going to, you know, pound the rock. Jamal Williams is perfectly fine, don't get me wrong. But Swift's that, like, energizer, that booster to that Lions team. Like, he makes that one big play and, like, okay, now we keep the momentum. They didn't quite have that. Jamal Williams would have some tough runs to score but at the end of the day the, the best player was missing towards the end and I feel like the Vikings you know they took advantage of that they ended up winning the game like you said Jeff Okuda has been amazing that's a great point by the way and J-Jeff, you need more you, you need to do more you had an ex- explosive week one and the last two weeks you've been non-existent like what's going on you your top four picks sometimes in people's fantasy drafts and you're doing absolutely nothing right now you, you talk all this game you need to back it up
2: so, um, so I, I'm going to keep this one short uh, Lions yeah. lost this game. They should have won it, point-blank period. Yeah. Um, as far as Jeff Okuda, I'm not shitting on him. You know I love Jeff Okuda. I've always uh, wished for the best for him. But uh, as, as far as this game, I don't think it was all Jeff Okuda locking up Justin Jefferson.
0: Oh, I'm not saying he was recently. One, I'm just talking about the first three weeks after the wave. Yeah, but I don't think he was, he was crazy this
2: week. I don't think he was – like, he, had, he allowed three catches for 33 yards for Justin Jefferson, his only three catches. But I saw, like, ten plays where the Lions had – Three people on Justin Jefferson. Like, I w- calm down on the Okuda hype. Let him play a few more weeks. He's playing good. Not shitting on him. But I don't think it was all him for Jay Jetta. Like, they, they they were focused on making sure he didn't get the ball. Make that very clear. And they they, they succeeded at that, but Osborne and Thielen stepped up. So, um, as far as that, line should have won that game. Kind of seems they're do- It kind of seems like they're doing the same thing they did last year. Competing a lot and then selling at the end. Um, they are better. But... Uh, yeah, as far as that, they need they need to hold on to those leads because I looked I looked down at the score. I'm at the Dolphins game. I look up the scoreboard. They're killing them. Look back at the end of the Dolphins game. It's twenty eight twenty four final. Vikings. But I'm like, okay, that happened. Like it's just random. Like they need to hold on to leads. They need to take those leads and hold on to them.
0: Yeah, I mean, Bryce Song, I think will look good in that uniform next year potentially if they can trade up that high. Anyways, next are. up we had the Baltimore Ravens beating the New England Patriots. And we did have an injury in this game. Uh, Mac Jones suffered an uh, ankle sprain. And I'm seeing mixed stuff on it. I've seen some stuff that says he could be out potentially up to two months with this type of ankle injury. But I've seen some stuff saying, don't count him out for this week. So I have no idea where the actual middle line is with this injury. But I think it is safe to say that we probably won't see Mac Jones at least this week. Uh, and we'll see Brian Hoyer eventually. But that's next week. This is this game. And Baltimore Ravens really—they I mean, had control for it most of the time. New England was kind of fighting back jabs here. They never made it too big of a lead, but the Ravens look dominant, and they have the current MVP front runner right now on their team. Yeah,
1: the the Ravens didn't just look dominant. Lamar Jackson looked dominant, and he's just been dominating for the last three weeks in a row like he he's out here he one thing i want to touch with lamar jackson real quick he's raising that price that that team the the team, the contract he was trying to argue with the ravens they're fucked now they're gonna have to give him 300 mil guaranteed i promise you that and if they don't give him 300 mil guaranteed, the team will he's been balling he took the gamble on himself and it's working to his favor for sure because now he's going to get more money the markets to sean watson kyler murray he's showing he's 10 times better than them especially right now and now he's definitely gonna ask for 300 mil so the ravens are fucked i don't know what they're gonna do but they can't let him go
0: Thanks. I just want to say real quick with the contract thing, He's has offered the second most of any player besides Mahomes, money wise. It's just guarantees with this contract. But go yeah, ahead. the
1: Ravens don't want to get guarantee him.
2: That's all that matters with the fucking mobile quarterback is the guarantees. Yep. You better give him more than what Deshaun Watson get. I completely agree with you. He will. He's messed. The Ravens are are, are think are thinking that right now, but they're like, let's see if this could last. It will. He's gonna. Pro- He's my favorite to win MVP right now. But um, yeah. Let's just be honest. I, I don't know how the Patriots were this close in this game. They're not a good football team. I said at the beginning of the year, they're fourth in this division. They will be fourth in this division. The Mac Jones injury, I think he's a little bit – no, wrong, it looked bad, but it was only a high ankle sprain. The guy's a baby, dude.
0: He's they're out
2: – he's out – he's screaming, crying, getting carried off. And then after, he's at the press conference, like, uh, clapping for Devin McCourty. Getting, like, it's the cringiest shit ever. Uh, yeah, the Patriots are ass, dude. Point blank period, the Patriots are ass. I said this from the beginning of the year, and they're dog shit.
0: Yeah, and I just want to say real quick, I was the only one who had Lamar Jackson my top three for MVP. Uh, but anyways,
1: yeah,
0: not uh, let's go ahead and move on. Not too much to say for that last game. Uh, we had Cincinnati Bengals get their first win of the season against the Jets. It was a pretty dominant win. Uh, Joe Flacco, he had the yards, I believe, but he looked like Joe Flacco again. And we do have Zach Wells coming back this week, but get back to Cincinnati real quick. Nothing too much to say. I mean, they dominate this game, but nothing crazy performance from anybody specifically. Although T. Higgins had a crazy catch that did not count. Because apparently oh there's gosh. a new rule this year that I didn't know about. Um, something to do – I'm not sure how to explain, but I guess if he his body was turned the other way, it would have count. But if his toes are down and then his heel comes down, apparently that's not a touchdown I think I was reading on. But if he, like, if his foot had lifted up before the heel hit, I guess it's a new rule, or maybe I just saw that somewhere and it's not true, but I heard that was the explanation for it. It seems like a dumb rule, but what are your guys' thoughts on the game?
1: Uh, That should have been a catch. Um, Overall, the Bengals are, you know, still kind of sloppy. I mean, I want to see more out of Jamar Chase. But besides that, that the biggest takeaway was that you know that play the the two two feet in it was clear as day. I don't know why they didn't even challenge it. You know they were just like, oh, it's incomplete. All right, next play. You know. So.
2: Um. What do I want to say about this game? Uh, Sauce Gardner after the game, he's like, "You guys said Jamar Chase is one of the best in the league. Uh, I didn't see that today." Sauce is a goon. No, no, don't don't even come in here and say Stingley's better. He's yes. not.
0: Saw still allows your touchdowns throughout his career. I know. And Call And, champ, bro. and uh, as far as the
2: Bengals, I'm kind of scared. We play them tonight. Um, yeah. And it, don't get me wrong, I don't think they played amazingly. And, again, it was the Jets and Joe Flacco did look bad. But they got that win under their belt. What happened last year, they got that win under their belt, and they kind of started rolling. So, hopefully, that doesn't happen tonight. I don't think it's going to be an easy win for Dolphins. We'll talk about that in, in a little bit. But uh, – I, I think uh I'm really hoping that didn't
0: start the Bengals run. Yeah, and I just want to say don't quote me on that rule because I believe that's the rule, but I never heard of it before when they were talking about it. But that does seem like a dumb rule for the team against touchdown caps.
2: Stupid as shit. You get you get two toes down, you're in. If you get your toes
0: down, it's a touchdown. I don't care what way your feet are pointing. That's so stupid. Uh, but anyways, next game up, we had the best team in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles play the washington commanders another dominant let team. them play a good team and then call them that yeah, they're, they're the best team in the nfl right
2: now in, in my opinion. no no fucking shot play a good team i want to see them this week against jacksonville that's what i want to against see. jacksonville yeah that's a good team beat kick, washington kick beat jacksonville. yeah wow. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter
0: <laughs> but, but yeah i mean jalen hurts has looked good i do agree that i do want to see them against some Better competition. I mean, they played the Vikings. Vikings are terrible, and they won that game pretty easily. But Jalen Hurts looked good. Maybe he's having that Josh Allen type jump when they got Diggs with AJ Brown coming in. Not saying it's the same exact thing, but Hurts has looked a lot better than I thought that he really would ever look. But that's yet again through three weeks, and that defense is outstanding. Darius Slay is playing arguably the best football of his career. Obviously, had some very good years with the Lions, but he's playing at extremely high level. Like. uh, three weeks in, but he's probably played the best of any corner through three weeks in the NFL so far. Yeah. And I mean the Eagles are scary, man. If Hurts can keep yeah. this up, they are scary.
2: The Eagles are scary for sure. And I'm not shitting on them. I'm just saying I don't think they're the best team in the NFL. I think they're top three for sure. But I want to see them I want to see them demolish Jacksonville. Uh, I don't think Jacksonville is crazy good, but they look good. So if they go if they go out there and demolish Jacksonville Sunday, we'll talk about something. But as far as that, they beat the Lions, they beat the Vikings, and they beat the
0: uh, Commanders. Commanders, sorry, I was. Some decent teams. The like Lions and Vikings are decent, not great, but decent. I, Plus, I, well. I don't. I, I think. I think the Lions
2: are just good at keeping the games close. It's kind of like a Texans thing going wrong. They're better than Texans, but I, I think it's that kind of scenario. And I think the Vikings are. Uh, well, we saw it. They're not very good. We thought they were going to be Week One, but. We didn't. What we also didn't take into consideration is Green Bay. They usually just suck Week One, and they did. Like last year, they got demolished by the Saints, forty-two to seven. Like that didn't make sense. Jameis Winston looked like a Pro Bowler. Um, but as far as that, this game, uh, one one more game out of them, and, and I'll, I'll say that. And as far as it, the Commanders. no yeah they're just they're bad my my take on this
1: game too is i i believe the eagles are at least bare minimum the best team in the nfc it's not even close right now they've proven that to me regardless of who they played lions are no slots that was a tough matchup it was a week one matchup though so anything could happen but at the end of the day they're just they're going to dominate this division especially they just wipe the floor with the commanders and the commanders you know they're just eh. they're an eh team you know so, I mean, if they end up destroying the Jags, I think they'll already establish themselves as the best team. So I, I, I agree to that point to some extent. I personally believe they are the best team right now, right um, right after the – or it would be them and the Bills to me, right? But once they blow out the Jags, which I believe they're going to, then they're going to establish themselves as the clear-cut number one in the league for a while. So.
0: Yeah, and also, I mean – even if they don't beat the Jags, I don't know. Depending on how the game goes, I don't know how it rank it. Because I'm, every team's going to lose some games. you know. There's a reason why it's only been one team that's been undefeated, right? You're going to lose a game here and there. But I will say with Washington, that, I don't know if there really was too much hype because he was kind of inconsistent throughout the games. But of course, the one type died pretty quick this past week. He was sacked nine times. I mean, he's got weapons out there. They scored eight points. One of two of them was safety. Uh, but... They, they did not look very good, and as Colts fan, we got their second round picks. As long as once played seventy percent of the games, that that's looking better and better week by week. But next up, um, <laughs> you
2: guys are getting some revenge for the, what the Eagles did to you.
0: <laughs> yes. Next up, we actually oh, before we go there, did you guys hear that uh, the Commanders before they did the once trade actually had a trade uh, kind of the parameters set for a trade for Grappolo before he had shoulder surgery over the offseason? So he was going to end up, I guess, being the QB for them before he had surgery. Thank
2: God. That's what the commanders are saying right now. Thank you. Thank you. That's what the commanders are saying right now. Thank you for having an injury. (laughs) Man, is fucking caca shit.
0: The QB they have is too much better, though. But also it depends on the price. Anyways, uh, next up, we had the Carolina Panthers get their first win of the season against the New Orleans Saints. Now, Jameis was a bit banged up throughout the game. I believe Michael Thomas was banged up as well during the game. Kamara was, you know. But overall, I was surprised about this game. Uh, Neither of these teams look too impressive, but can't like to get the first win. I do feel bad for DJ Moore, though. This guy has been non-existent through two weeks. Uh, What do you guys think about the narrative that uh, Baker Mayfield is the wide receiver one killer?
1: Uh... I mean, I guess I can, to attest, to, like, you can, you can look back at the history from, like, the Browns to now. I guess you can, like, have that correlation. I just personally think that, like, the DJ Moore slump has to be more with him getting open. I don't think it's just all Baker Mayfield's fault. DJ Moore is a pretty good receiver, don't get me wrong, but I feel like there's been multiple times, like I've watched, I haven't watched all the games, obviously the Panthers this year, right? I've watched some of like their their first week and their second week. And what I can say is like, they just look sloppy overall, honestly. Christian McCaffrey too, is like, he's doing okay. I understand they're trying not to give him that workload anymore, but it just seems like this offense can't get it going at all. Baker Mayfield is playing pretty bad. I, I don't know how they won this game. I mean, Jameis Winston's playing on a literal broken back right now, and they're still able to, like, keep it close. Um, Marquise Calloway made a f- fantastic one-handed catch, which was ridiculous cool. towards the end yeah. of the game. It was fantastic. But um, one thing I will say, with the, at least for the Saints portion of this game, after talking about the Panthers, it's, it's Chris Olave. I think he could have a chance to, like, really show what he's meant for. Because Michael Thomas is already going through injury problems again. He's missed practice again for it. Jarvis Landry, I think, came back today, but he also had a toe injury or something. It was both of them
0: with, like, toe injuries, I think, or I don't know. What I know Thomas had toe injury. I'm not sure what yeah. Landry's was.
1: But but I think I think the game script's perfect to see what Olave's got. Now this team can develop Olave and see what he's meant for, see if they made the right draft pick. But at the end of the day, I think Carolina got lucky to win this game.
0: Yeah, and I loved Olave coming out. He's my receiver, too. I think that's pretty accurate. So, for me, I still like Drake London a lot. From what i've seen from him he's doing uh and i mean dj moore i don't even know i a problem of him getting open i mean he only has 18 targets for two weeks and nine of those have been catchable balls you know like he's not what he is can throw in the ball they aren't very accurate he only has seven receptions throughout the year you gotta get the ball in his hands because he is a great receiver he's a true playmaker you just gotta find a way to get the ball in his hands and then with McCaffrey he's been getting touches but he's not getting receiver work he once was last week he had 25 carries so that's a lot of touches for him, but only one reception, you know, so you got to get the ball to him as a receiver because that's one of the things that makes him so great, the ability to be not just one of the best running backs in the league, one of the best receivers in the league, you know. So you got to find a way to get him the ball as a receiver as well.
2: Uh, my one thing I want to say about this game is Panthers are exactly what, the, what we thought they were. They're whatever. Uh, and the Saints, I think, were getting distracted by their team name. Uh, you see the Saints, and you're like, oh, they're probably going to play pretty good this year. Probably playoff team. No, we didn't even realize they 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 barely beat the Falcons week one. Mm-hmm. They got blown out by the Buccaneers, who offense has yet to start playing good, and they lost to the fucking Panthers this week. And Baker Mayfield, like, it, it's they're a bad team. They're they're a bottom ten team right now, in my opinion. And and James Winston's injuries is not helping. Whatever skill he was, I didn't, I don't think he was good at, at any point. But that's definitely not helping. And I think the Saints just go downhill. Like, I, I really don't think they're a good football team.
0: I think we probably uh, didn't think of the fact of the Sean Payton retiring too much. Like, I think we like, yeah, he's a great coach. We Like, uh, Dennis Allen, those no system. He'll be all right. I think we're kind of seeing a bit of you know, the sure. offense not performing well with Sean, Sean Payton not there.
2: Yeah, they have a defensive-minded head coach now with Jameis Winston. So that sounds like a perfect combination.
0: Yeah, next up, we did have the big upset. Jacksonville not only beating the Chargers, but absolutely smacking the Chargers. 38 okay. to 10. So Jacksonville, I mean, I'll say this. This defense, I did not expect their defense to look this good uh through three weeks. Like this, like they're playing so good. Defense corner might get some head coaching calls this past offseason if he keeps this up. They got a pretty good D-line, but I really didn't expect this from the defense. And Trevor Lawrence is playing kind of how we expected him to play. He's still not at the top level yet, but he's playing pretty well. It's a bit of a gunslinger but he's playing very well so far this year i think uh, well. danny picked him as a breakout player not too yep. shocking but at the same time he has played well so far you got receivers like say jones playing very well out there christian kirk i mean i'm still going to come over baby because he could have gone a lot cheaper but he has played very well and they've played mm-hmm. in the f- perfect spots out there james Robinson off the killer's injury you said it before he's looked, he's looked really good out there coming off that Achilles injury. Like, they just look like a very good football team. Now, they're still young. I expect them to play up and down week to week. But Doug Peterson being in there has you know, established something. He's established himself already. And they're playing very good. And the Chargers, man, I, I don't know. I, I don't really trust the Chargers this year. They have talent on paper, but they're always banked up. Sean Slater here. They have, here. Who, they have that injury guard, dude. Who else is out for the year for the Chargers? I know Jalen Guyton is, but someone else is also, no. Or someone Slater's else is out for the time. year. But Bosa's out for the year. Slater, he's yeah. out for the year. I said Slater. But oh, uh, yeah. Bosa's going to miss some time. I mean, I just – I really just don't trust them. Like, the coaching is one thing. He, they have an aggressive head coach. I I, I don't know. I, I just don't trust them throughout the year.
1: Uh, I'll say on, on the, the Chargers, I just feel like that team and the whole AFC West entirely has been a – pretty big disappointment so far all four teams have been expected to be like showing that it's no doubt the best division in football every game they're blowing out teams hasn't been that at all chargers are injury bugged you know with those two key injuries no keenan allen by the way in this game either and yeah justin herbert played but he was you know riddled from his injury he's got ribs injuries and he's playing through it because he's just like that he's that type of guy but at the end of the day, they did pretty, play pretty uh, sloppy, in my opinion. Austin Eckler did okay. He's doing his medium game right now. And they're still trying to make sure they don't overwork him. But the Jags are coming. The Jags are coming for that division, especially. They're showing every team out there with that this with this coach that we're a dog. Like we're gonna fight every game. You're not gonna bully us anymore, regardless if you win or not. We're gonna. we you're gonna respect us. And I feel like they're just you know gonna win that division, in my opinion.
0: Hey, let me say one thing real quick. Why was Justin Herbert in the game late in the game? You know yeah, that yeah. man That's is nice. her, and you're down 38 to 10. Why is your star franchise QB in the game? Makes no sense to me. I'm
2: yeah. not worrying about it. Eckler, I had him in fantasy in every league. So I ended yeah, up helping nice. like, me a little bit.
0: Yeah. I, and I saw that like almost all his production, is, not all his production, but a huge majority of his production this year has just been in the fourth quarters so far. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But here's like, um, I think it comes down to this coaching for the Chargers and the injury bug. They do have that injury bug. They always will. They will never get rid of it. They've had it for like 10 years. It's just – it's unfortunate, especially for all those bandwagon Chargers fans because I've never seen so many Chargers fans uh, ever before that season started because they did have the best team on paper. Uh, it's disappointing, but uh, I don't think – I wouldn't say this is an upset. I really wouldn't. As far as you look at the team name, Zach, I'm pretty sure two of me and you had Jaguars. Like I had the Jaguars in my pickums. so so uh, – did I, pick the Jaguars? I, don't you, think. I think you did. I, no, think I don't we, think I did. Well, I did. So it looks like I'm. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I didn't see this as upset. I'm pretty sure Jaguars. Uh.
0: Actually, I think you, I think you said you wanted to pick them last week, and I told you you got to pick them or not. You can't say that it's a surprise. I think that's what happened.
2: Okay. Well, regardless, I had them in my pickems. It won me some money, and uh, I wasn't surprised by this at all. I, I didn't expect the 28 point blowout, but. Chargers are getting banged up left and right. What are you going to do about it? You can't do anything about it. The coaching's not completely there. Uh, and the Jaguars are a real, real team. It's weird how they lost to Washington. I will say that. That's very weird, but it all, also was week one. You never know with week one.
0: Anybody could beat anybody. The NFL is a weird place. Yeah, look, let's see how the Chargers in the season. I honestly, I wouldn't be shocked any way they go. I wouldn't be shocked if they kind of start to keep going downward slope or if they bring it back up or just think it's week to week. But you don't win win championships through free agency. You win them through trades and draft, and I'll always stick by that. You're 100% right. Uh,
2: you said trades and the draft?
0: Okay. Yeah, trades and draft. I'm about to say because fuck them picks. <laughs> next up, uh, speaking of that, next up we do have the Rams who played Arizona. Uh, nothing really too much for me to take out of this one. The Rams were a better team. They won the Gila team was too impressive throughout the game, although I do think we got maybe a little more clarity about the running back room, because game makers did most of the work this past week on that team. And, I mean, Arizona, I I don't know. Maybe when they get Hawkins back, I I don't think they're too talented to score 12 points against a decent defense, but I just got to see more, and hopefully James Carter gets healthy, because they got to find a way to get more involved, and and healthy because that running back looks bad right now.
2: Yeah. Um, the Cardinals aren't very good. I'm going to be completely honest. They won that Raiders game, but like, let's, let, us let us be honest. What are we seeing out of the Raiders? Jack shit. Um, but the Rams are, are like, I, I, I hate these types of games because both teams played exactly how we thought they would play. And there's not much to say about it. There's not much shockers in it. Uh, the one question I take from this game is, has the Cooper cup regression started?
1: <laughs> I don't think so,
2: but you, you, you never know, man. I've never seen that man drop a 16 point fantasy game in a while. So, uh, everybody's been waiting for that regression. He's finally had that one. <laughs> 16 is fine too. Like, yeah. yeah, I know 16 is fine, but like, uh, that's the only thing I take away from this game is the cam Akers taking <clears throat> most of the carries like he deserves to. And, uh, Cooper Cup not playing uh, to his level, but they didn't really need him to. The Cardinals just weren't in the game really the whole game. They made it look a little close. But uh, I think one oh one thing I do want to say about the Cardinals is that Marquise Brown and Kyler connection is starting to, starting to heat up a little bit. Yeah,
1: it's so, starting it's to so get back to
2: fun college fun. To Starting to get to that, to that Oklahoma. I, who gives a fuck? They, Kyler's going to be fine when they have all three of those guys. Rondell Moore still has
0: not played a snap. Nope. Hey, but George, uh, right? He's looked pretty decent so far. Yeah.
1: He, I picked him up in fantasy. He's looking pretty good. I'll say uh, for me on this game... I just want to let you guys know that Cooper Cup has established himself as the best receiver in the league, and I'm going to keep saying it until someone apologizes on the top right of my screen. Justin Jefferson is not better than Cooper Cup, and we're going to stop disrespecting this man. A bad game to Cooper Cup is 17 fantasy points in fantasy. That That's the extent. That's the level in which we hold him upon. Jeff Justin Jefferson has dropped less than five uh, points or whatever. You know, just dropped less, less than ten points two weeks in a row. Devontae Adams is not doing as great as we expected him to be. While Cooper Cup has been the most consistent and still on pace to do as good as he did last year that's the biggest thing i gotta take away from the rams right now cooper cup needs his respect guys like keenan allen that put him at barely fifth on their list need to apologize to this man as soon as possible because he's making you pay for it cardinals they look ass right now but they're not fully healthy i can't give them a i, I can give them a pass on that because james connor's looking slumpy he's pretty injured and d hop's not there yet when d hop's there if they continue to lose then you and then you can worry about it but as of right now i just think that the rams are a better team that's all
2: Hey, Sorry, I, I fell what's... asleep there. I, I kind of fall asleep when there's rap going on. You want to slow down a little bit? Dude, <sighs> Justin Jefferson has four fucking lions on him. You will see. That Rams That's offense tough. is tailored to Cooper Cup because Cooper Cup is a beast. There's no doubt about it.
0: Justin That's Jefferson just is better. I don't care. No, no. Hey, I got to say, Ben Squanix took pretty decent so far. Lightning move at the fullback position. He definitely looked a lot better. Shut the also, fuck up. <laughs> Has he not been decent so far? Who are you mm-hmm. talking about?
2: Ben oh, yeah. Strona, dude, stealing everything. Every time, yeah, every I'm yeah. every time Strone gets the ball, I think it's Cooper Cup.
0: Hell yeah. I, I think so just because it's old, it's Cup's old number. He's where 18 for he change Yeah, but,
2: no, but that's also, not, but didn't, didn't also, Ramsey,
0: didn't, Ramsey, didn't Ramsey name his top five wide receivers in the NFL and put up at fifth?
2: Yes, it's disrespectful, and they all need to Yeah, Ramsey's
0: his old teammate. He had a, uh, I think it was Adams, Hill, Debo, and OBJ. Love Is Cup in the lead for triple
1: crown right now? Does he have most catches, touchdowns, and yards? No, right he now? I doubt it.
2: He's not even. He's not even top five. He's not out there for yards. He's not, he's not out there for five yards. no uh, yeah, someone's
1: had a shit, shit ton of yards. I know, there's, I know there's I know only,
2: there's only two Dolphins in the top three. I put, I put. By the way, Zach, I'll call it out right now before we move to the next game. I put Jalen Waddle at 12 in fantasy, and you laughed at me. Go fuck yourself. I put two at 12 in fantasy. three weeks. You laughed
0: at me. I don't care. You laughed it's, it's, at me. Is two that high? Just because I know besides week two, he hasn't been that great for fantasy.
1: I don't know. He's about to drop like 10 points tonight. Anyways, let's continue on here.
0: <laughs> He's dropped 24, <laughs> three touchdowns. In my dick. 24 passing yards. Okay. Uh, next <laughs> up, we got oh. Seattle. <laughs> Seattle played Atlanta. And I think this was Atlanta's first win of the season. Uh, and what, what did Atlanta finally do? They said number Cole eight. Harold Patterson. Oh, Cordell passing the good, but number eight finally got some targets. And yep. he did decent. He did he did good. Get your playmakers the ball. Get Cal Pitts the ball. Get Drake London the ball. You get Cordell passing the ball. And I don't care about nobody else getting the ball from, to be honest with you. Get them the ball. And you know what? actually been pretty competitive in every game this year so far. I know one of the games, like the the Rams game, it was a late comeback. But either way, they've been competitive, finally got the window. And Seattle, I mean, it's really much a sec. <laughs> yeah. If I'm being honest, is there much to say? No, there's not much to say. But what, probably, what I will say much. about
2: this is if they get a quarterback in the draft this year, because they probably will end up with a top three pick, we're forgetting they have Calvin Ridley next year, bro. They got London Ridley Pitts. That's deadly for a quarterback. Like, you give that to Stroud. Well,
0: the, ooh, I don't know if Ridley will be back. He almost got traded. So I don't know if that's If they trade
2: him, he'll, they'll get a second round pick back.
0: That, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's not make sure that like, Ridley's not locked to be back.
2: He'll get a second-round pick back as long as Ridley doesn't feel like throwing away another $1,300.
0: Was Ridley nearly traded to the Eagles, nearly traded to the Patriots? Patriots. Patriots. Oh, it no, might have been both of them. I heard both. All right. uh, next up, we had uh, Green Bay win a low-scoring game against Tampa. Now, I think one thing this game does say is both defenses, like we kind of know already, are pretty stacked. Yeah. Both these teams at the moment, their wide receivers are awful. I mean, to be fair with Tampa, their are top – 1,000 receivers were out this game. But, I mean, Green Bay, they I think they did have a few out, right? Uh, Samuel Watkins, I believe, was out. Christian Watson was out. I don't remember seeing him play. He was out. I know Romeo, Romeo Dowse had a good game this past week, so give him credit. Alan Zard did come back. He made a couple catches, but they got to find another receiver. Where they find a way to get Odell? Maybe they a trade for maybe Tyler Lockett becomes available. But they got to get another receiver somehow, some way. And Tampa, just stay healthy. I'm not gonna be too worried about them. But like their offense
1: is not much No, yeah, I, I think, I think for this game, I think it's more of a panic for the, the Packers than it is the Bucks because the Bucks you can have the excuse of, you had three of your starter receivers out, you have Godwin Evans coming back now and Julio's coming back now. While the Packers, what hope do you have? Besides, you know, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, there is no Mike Evans coming back. There is no Devontae Adams. There's there, there's no other stardom receiver that you can come up and go, okay, we're gonna have him back in two to three weeks. Bucks have um can look forward to that with Godwin and Evans. The Packers can't. So it's like, all right, you did win this game, but uh, you know, to what extent can you really look at yourselves in the mirror and go, we're we're okay, we're a contending team? Absolutely not. There's still a lot of work to be done from the Packers' side. Of things, but the Bucks once they're once they're fully healthy, we can properly evaluate them as a team overall. But Tom Brady's Tom Brady. You can always expect them to be in the playoffs. That's what we all expect, and uh, we're just going to see from there for that.
2: I, I will say this. The Buccaneers are concerning because they will make the playoffs because of their defense, but Brady, I don't care if you say he has no receivers. Dude, The man was on the Patriots making Malcolm Mitchell look amazing. Like, I don't want to hear the receiver thing. He's fine with anybody. It doesn't matter. He's fine with anybody. I think, I think Tom Brady looks a little washed, and I'm kind of sick of America's game of the week being ass every time. Every time, it's, it's always a defensive battle, and the shit's so boring. But you can't predict that. I mean, it's two goats playing against each other. I understand it, but, like, fuck, was that game boring? And my second thing of the game was uh, – I'm going to make a bold take here. Um, I think Romeo Dubs is the next Packers Devontae Adams. Could be. I, it, it, he reminds me a lot of young Devontae when he was, he was like, wide receiver three with Jordy Nelson and uh, Greg Jennings. He reminds me a lot of that. But he's getting a bigger role than Devontae did early, so it might happen sooner than later for, De- like, Devontae. Devontae
0: took some time. I think Romeo Duggs could be the next Devontae Adams forward and Packers. Yeah, he looks good. And one thing I want to say um, is when you're kind of saying with my Mitchell type stuff, I mean, there's a big difference, right, because Josh Nails, even though he doesn't look great as a head coach, he was an off-screener for that team, one of the best off-screeners we've seen over the past decade. And yeah, also, there is, a, there is something as well to do with the fact that Bruce Arians, while he's still with the Buccaneers, He's not the head coach anymore. I think he was the play caller, if I'm not mistaken. And now with Brian Lenwich, uh Byron Lenwich kind of being the play yeah. caller. I think there is a bit of a learning curve of that. Not to mention with Evans being gone this past game, with Godwin being injured, with Julio. You know, I mean, they, there is a learning curve there, and just general for any NFL team, offices usually take a few weeks to kind of get going in any season.
2: No, I agree with you, but I, what I'm saying is, and don't bring Josh McDaniels not being there. Into this equation. I'm fucking here. I'm sick of hearing that. The guy's got two head coaching jobs before and he sucked at both of them.
0: There's a big difference between head coach and office coordinator, especially when the head coach. Left Lef-
2: Lef- switch is McDaniels. just as good as an offensive coordinator as Josh McDaniels. Oh. Huh? Which, Lef- which is just as good as an offensive coordinator as McDaniels was. I disagree. I, I don't. Like, look what he's doing. Look at the Broncos'
0: offense. That shit's supposed to be elite. It's terrible. Because he was the head coach of that team. What well, does he- that matter? He's not play calling? I don't know if he was a play caller, but I will say that there's a lot more responsibility you have to do with that.
2: I I agree with you on that, but there's no way McDaniels went to the Broncos and said, all right, or Broncos, my bad fucking Raiders and is not play calling. There's no way.
0: And Jalen, Jalen Waddles told plants to play, but he should be good. Just letting you guys know, he should be good. There he said that you're late. Yeah, Jeremy Fowler just, just said that, but anyways, Next game we had, uh, we had the great Sunday night football matchup with the Denver Broncos playing San Francisco 49ers. Two great defenses, two offenses that just ha- haven't been there, haven't been there. But we did have a historic moment, almost repeat, I should say. Jimmy Garoppolo at the one yard line, stepping back too far back, getting a safety. But honestly that's probably better than what would have happened if you didn't step on the back of it. Yeah, it was a big line. six. Bradley yeah. Chubb. Yeah. But anyways, uh Daniel Olofsky was on Twitter. He was so happy. He says, "I'm free." It was no, it was a great great moment. It was a great moment for what happened.
2: It was a great moment, but make no mistake, Dan Lavoski, you are not free. Okay? <laughs> it is not like, going wrong. Jimmy G's bad and, and and that was pretty bad, but he didn't do what you did. <laughs> you you were running baseline the whole time. Jared Allen's celebrating, not even chasing you. He's, he's still running for his life. Like I agree really that
0: the the fact that he threw a pick six, also, that is bad.
2: That Mark is- Sanchez might be free. Orlovsky is not free, dude. Like that was bad. Like I know, but one thing I want to take from this game is you cannot tell me Mike McDaniel not being there does not affect that shit. Jimmy Garoppolo walking off the field. In his helmet with the mic on, obviously, he has the green light. is saying, what are these fucking play calls? Don't get me wrong. Jimmy G's ass. getting whatever play call, he's not going to be amazing. But don't tell me it does not affect it because they look bad, dude. They look bad. Like, they look like a bottom five team, and it makes me so excited because not only do we have McDaniel, but we also have their first-round pick. And Trent Williams is out for six weeks. That sucks because he's a beast. But they look bad.
1: One thing I took away from this game it was just it was a shit show in itself too. The fucking biggest take of the game was um, a guy bet you know a million dollars and won four million off of it because he did a parlay and he needed the Broncos to win. That's about like the biggest you know thing that could happen. Broncos look bad. Like I said, the AFC West has just been a big disappointment so far. Even Mahomes losing to, Mahomes losing to the Colts you know brought them back down to earth and everything like that. But besides that, I, I just say it was just a shit game overall. The Niners don't look good. You mentioned their best player Trent Williams is out for at least six weeks. That's a detriment to them, and I think. Um, they probably won't make playoffs I think Fan was right on that I don't I don't think they will So,
0: well you know you always have team into account that they have a different QB we'll say that but uh, anyways I mean
2: why Trey Lance looked dog shit when he was playing I know he only played a game in a, a monsoon and like a, a yeah. few drives but dude like I, I'm not I gonna bullshit as of right now all my like predictions about like the divisions and the records is looking pretty fucking nice dude yeah you
1: were wrong about I'm wrong
2: I was, I'm wrong about some players. That's AJ fine. Brown. Everybody's wrong about some players, but I'm right about teams, and I'm looking good on my shit right
0: now. I made so some takes they, and they're all looking great. So one thing I want to say is Dio Samuel with a decent QB would have had like 200 yards <laughs> last game. And why is Mike Boone playing as much as he is when you have Melvin Gordon and Devontae Williams? In that yeah, back that's field? what frustrated like, me too. Like yeah. I'm, I'm fine with a 50-50 split. I would contract Williams a little bit more because he is so good in the open field. But, like, old, Mike Boone should not be getting any touches or playing time with those two of them in the backfield. Unless one's injured, then maybe you play a little bit. But those two are two great running backs. Getting them off the field for Mike Boone just makes no sense to me.
2: Dude, I will say this. Don't get me wrong. Nathaniel Hackett, that's the reason why. He's dog shit. Oh, he, he's, he's awful. So he's forth. terrible. I don't care, though. He's adjusting. No, he's dog shit. And, and, and Gordon, I, I will say this, man. That guy cannot hold a football for his life, he can do everything
0: else, but he can't hold on to it. He
2: cannot hold on to that football, dude. It's like that you're getting paid millions of dollars, and your main problem is fumbling, and he knows it, but he still can't stop it. Like the guy can just not protect the football.
0: Yeah, and I just had one other thing to say. I'm, we can give Hackett a little bit of time, and also they are winning games through all this, which is kind of like what I said with the Dolphins earlier. Like there's a lot of stuff you know you can improve, but at least you're winning. But I do know Nick Sirianni didn't look great the first couple weeks last year, and look how he's looking right now. So I we obviously don't get a season, but no promises after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last game we have is Dallas getting a win, up 2-0 under Cooper Rush against the New York Giants. I just wanted to say, because I just thought of it, I saw somebody on Twitter say that uh, Daniel Jones was Josh Allen without O-line, and someone said the only similarities they had is they both throw the digs. So, what do you guys think about this scene? Dude, uh, let me just say this right now, dude.
2: I lost fantasy because of that pick. And I'm upset about it, okay? I'm really upset about it. And then I had people taunting me after. I didn't appreciate it. But oh, yeah. uh, I will say this. Uh, the only question I have of this game, I we, we, let's be honest, none of us really, all of us really didn't believe in the Giants. Um, but what do you guys think of Cooper Rush? Like, it, I think – like, I know we had this conversation. And the TikTok got a few views of the Joe Flacco-Zack Wilson conversation. And, and I think Zach was right in that. But that's a question, dude. Cooper Rush is playing better than Dak Prescott was playing. I'm being completely honest. Like, if Dak we, Prescott comes back, you have to play him. You have to because of the money, right? That's exactly what I think. But, dude, he's winning games. Like, yeah. I don't, I, I don't exactly know how. And it's not the greatest competition, but he's – Beat the Bengals, who are still a top fifteen team in my mind, and uh, and then he beat the fucking Giants, who are bad. But like he's winning games, point blank. Period. What do you do about that? And we're not going to do this whole TikTok thing again. But What do you do about
0: it? Nah, no, I mean, you, you played Dak Prescott. He's paid yeah. the money, and also you've seen it from him before. You know, I mean, Dak Prescott, he's fine. You're going to get boneheaded stuff from him, but at the same time, that he was the QB for the number one offense in the NFL last year. And I mean Cooper Rush, the way is playing, you know, you can buy some time, I guess, for the back injury. Although I think he's somewhat soon to come back. I think he's starting to ramp stuff up a little bit. I don't know if it's gonna be the next two weeks. But it seems like he's doing well with his recovery. And you know, you got Michael Gallup coming back soon, you know, you're gonna start getting healthy. I want to say Noah Brown's looked pretty good so far.
2: Yeah. But
0: you know what I mean, pretty good. Well Tyler Smith.
2: He looks good, Tyler Smith. Yeah, yeah. What a beast, dude! Yeah,
1: it's another.
2: They hit on that a... one. They usually yep, they again. usually miss They're on those uh those reach picks like Taco Charlton and stuff, but they hit on that one. Tyler. Yeah, Smith that was a surprise was pick on draft night. The, but they, he looks solid. He look very. He looks very good.
0: And I gotta get a little bit of love, Sean Diggs. You know, everybody shits on him. He's looks pretty good so far. You know, not not saying he's not gonna have his up and downs, but he's looked pretty good so far. He's been a lot better. In actual coverage this year, not just being a ball hawk, although he did drop a pick uh last week, we did make up for it, but he's Sir, looked a lot better this year. No, I'll, I'll admit he looks very good, Yep, yeah, And that's pretty much it for last week's recaps. Now, we're not gonna have to get too far in depth with our predictions for next week, but yeah, you know, you got to give through. the predictions. Go so straight, let's go straight through and just pick it, a team, move it on. Yep, yeah, yeah. we got Miami playing in Cincinnati. I guess Cincinnati winning this game. I think Miami's gonna be on a little bit of a high, and I think Cincinnati will kind of take advantage of that.
2: I, I feel on that, and I hate on the pick. Uh it's a it's a very fifty-fifty game in my opinion. Uh it, it all depends on if they keep that run going. But I have Miami Dolphins winning this game.
1: Uh I have the Dolphins as well. Not not being biased. I just think that we're gonna win. The Bengals has just like been had just been bad and have been proving me wrong so far. So
0: Minnesota playing in London against Saints. We got.
1: Mm, I got the Vikings.
0: I, I have the Vikings, the Vikings as well. Already. Yeah. I'm considering London a primetime game. strike so out Saints. <laughs> uh, we got Browns at Falcons.
2: Uh, I got Browns. Uh, I have the Browns as well. I have pre- I have I have Nick Chubb going crazy, but no touchdown. I have Nick Chubb going crazy with
1: three touchdowns.
0: I got. I don't care what Chubb does, but I got win <laughs> this one. I think Falcons well. I that don't one. hate
2: on that. I had a, I had the Falcons earlier, but
0: I switched it today. Washington Commanders at Dallas. Dallas. I have Washington. I got Dallas as well. Cooper rushed three, no. Dallas. Don't count.
2: I, I have Carson Wentz going for five touchdowns this game. And
0: five picks. Maybe. Uh we got Seattle at Detroit. Detroit. I got Detroit also. I have Detroit. <laughs> Clean sweep right there. We got Tennessee traveling to Indianapolis, the vision I, game.
1: I got the Colts at
2: home.
0: I got the Colts well. Best run defense in the NFL going against Derrick Henry. Don't see the offense doing too much. Hey, I,
2: this one's tough for me because the Colts usually just suck
0: against them, but I'm going with the Colts as well. All right. We got Chicago at New York against the Giants. Uh,
1: the Giants I got to win that game.
0: I have the Giants as well. I had the Giants. I don't like that we all swept this one. It's kind of weird oh, yeah. that either of those teams are gonna be three and one, one of those teams. But <laughs> the Giants. Uh, we got Jacksonville traveling to Philadelphia. I think Van might have said who he's picking this game.
2: Philadelphia. Oh no no no. I didn't I didn't say who I'm picking. I just I said it won't be right. a blowout. I have Philadelphia. I have Philadelphia.
1: Right. I have Philadelphia winning by two touchdowns.
0: No. I got Philadelphia in a
1: close one. I think it's I, I think it'll be a low
0: scoring game. I have a two Philadelphia touchdowns. close win. I'll throw out a score, 17-14, low score.
1: No fucking 28, way. 28, no fucking 14. way. I, 20, I have 28-24 20, 20. Eagle. Eagles. 28-14
0: okay. Eagles. All right, next up, we got the Jets playing in Pittsburgh. Zach Wilson, yeah. looks like he might be making his return. That's, an idiot. I got is, but that's a shit show, dude.
2: Anybody sure. can win that. I got Pittsburgh. I have Pittsburgh as well, but I would not be surprised at all if the Jets
0: won that shit. Zach Wilson's season is upon us. The finally going to play good. Buffalo at Baltimore. This could be maybe the best game this week. It is.
1: Buffalo. I'm taking Buffalo. They have one guy, they have Josh Allen.
0: That's all. Baltimore. And a shootout. Maybe the two top two players for MVP this year. Yep. I'm going with my MVP pick from before the season. Buffalo. All right. All right. Chargers at Houston.
1: Uh, I'm taking the Chargers. Think Houston's
2: just too bad no matter how Dude, bad I, the
1: Chargers play. I got the upset.
2: I, I don't hate on it. I, I they killed them last year. Yeah. Like it, it might be a matchup thing, but I feel like I feel like they lost that game last year getting their ass kicked by the Texans. But they kinda got that game already out of the way of the
0: Jaguars. So I'm going the Chargers. I mean, I just said I got Houston. It's at home this time. I thought if it was in LA, it'd be really an away game for them anyways. But <laughs> I got I got Houston. I, I just feel the upset. I just feel it. Uh, No, I I can uh, feel that too. They did it last year. They blew them out. Yeah, exactly. We got Arizona traveling to Carolina.
1: Mm, I got Arizona winning that game.
2: I have Carolina. Uh, The reason why is I'm not thinking Carolina is a good team, but they played last year. And not only did they just beat them, they kind of just – they looked like they knew what everything that the Cardinals were doing. It kind of just seems like Matt Rule has Cliff Kingsbury's number. So I'm going to stick – usually when those happen, Jaguars, Colts, uh, for an example – I'm going with the I'm going with the Panthers to win this game.
0: I feel like Carolina matches up very well against Arizona. Might I still got Arizona to win this game. Okay. Uh we got New England traveling to Green Bay, possibly Brian Hoyer led. Uh, it will be Brian Hoyer led.
1: I got I got the Packers winning that all day They're at home. I think it's might be a sweep.
0: Packers Packers. Yep. We got Denver traveling to Vegas. AFC West showdown.
1: I got Vegas winning it.
0: I have Vegas. One. I have Vegas as well. I got Vegas going 0-4. I got the Broncos one. Wow. One. Wow. Broncos uh, are shit. We'll see, man. They're both Uh Next up, we got a uh, Saturday Night Football game. Maybe it'll be a good one. Uh, hopefully, it's a fully healthy matchup of Kansas City traveling to Tampa Bay. The game is going to be in Tampa Bay. There were some questions if it would be maybe in Minnesota, I think they're thinking, because of the hurricane. But it's in uh, Tampa.
1: I-, I got the Bucks winning the game. They're at home. I think they're just they're getting their players back. Mike Evans is back now. Chris Godwin's going to play. Maybe Julio Jones. I just, I got the Bucs.
0: As long as Mahomes and Biannipi does not get any arguments, I got Kansas City winning this one in Tampa. Yeah. I have
2: the, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I had Chiefs this whole time, but I'm going Buccaneers. Uh, I agree with what Danny said. Uh, there's a whole storyline behind it. The whole storm. Uh, everybody coming around to watch that game. I'm going with the mm-hmm. Buccaneers.
0: Brady, Brady hopefully has his comeback game. Yeah, the Buccaneers' injuries, the receiver, have been too much for me. And then they're all back. Monday night fo- It's not all confirmed. Godwin, I think, won't be playing this week. I'm not 100% sure on that. But wait and see on that. But we do have Monday Night Football. The Rams traveling to San Francisco. This is usually always a good game. Not this week.
1: I, I got San Francisco winning the game. Yeah. <laughs> I think San Francisco wins. They're at home. It's a division game. Anything can happen. And I feel like San Fran wins the game.
2: You're right, anything could happen, but uh, I'm riding that high. Trent Williams out. Aaron Donald's going to get blocked by air. Give me the Rams.
0: I have the Rams winning this one as well. Mm, okay. I, I, and I, doesn't I, I that sound sweet, one. though, dude? 49ers, one and
2: three. Oof. Oh yeah. That dude, be that beating. pick might be top ten, dude.
0: Yeah. It might be. Uh, too bad you guys don't have your other pick. But that will do it for this podcast. I hope you guys did enjoy. Like I said at the beginning of the show, if you guys are on YouTube, make sure you guys go ahead, subscribe, and leave a like if you guys are listening to it on our Podcast or Spotify. Make sure you guys go ahead and leave a five star rating and like we'll go ahead and follow the podcast. And that we'll catch you guys later.
2: One more thing. Uh Zach, what happened to your guys' first round pick last year?
0: I we used it for a play and we flipped him for a second and a third. So tough. Oh feel. by the
2: way